Welcome to the Hot Love Podcast. Kevin Acey, Padres beat writer for the Union Tribune. Jay Posner, sports editor for the Union Tribune. Well, Jay, what'd you do this weekend? <laughs> well, I will say I had a better weekend than the Padres. Uh, even though part of my weekend involved watching the Padres. I, as you know, I went to the game on, on Saturday and uh, a friend was kind enough to invite us to sit in his, his company seats five, five rows off the field next to the Dodger dugout. So I had a really good view of one of the three uh, butt kickings that the uh, Dodgers put on the Padres. The Padres actually had a lead in that game. Um, that was the one game where they, they even scored against a Dodgers starting pitcher. Of course, they needed help uh, from the Dodgers to do that, although they did get a couple of, of key mm-hmm. hits in that inning and good situational hitting. I mean, that, that was like the one inning maybe all weekend where they looked like they could play with the Dodgers because the rest of the time they <clears throat> they sure didn't. And it was uh, – I guess it was quite a reality. I mean, I saw yeah. your quotes from the Padres. Saw your quotes from the Padres. Uh, exactly what I would expect them to say. You know, what what are they going to say? Hey, they're better than us. You know, they're always going to beat us. You know, you're not going to get professional athletes to say that. Nor nor would you want them to. They're always going to believe in themselves. But I got to tell you, it's it's pretty hard to believe uh, in a whole lot right now when it comes to the Padres. Um, you know, against the uh, against the Dodgers, and I I tweeted this after the game last night. They're, they're now two and eight this year, as you uh, as you know, they've been outscored fifty five to eighteen in those games, which means in ten games they've scored eighteen runs, and at least three of them were unearned. The ones on uh, Saturday, and remember, they lost the last nine last year as well, uh, fifty one to twenty two. So some quick math tells me that that's 106 to 40 um, while going two and 17. So it's, it's tough to say, Hey, everything's going to be okay. Cause I, I really, I, I don't know how you could believe that it is going to be okay. Other than, you know, it's baseball and things happen and all that kind of stuff. But right now the Dodgers sure look to be a lot better against than the Padres when they play head to head. Right. And look, a win's a win, but remember what it took to win. If I'm not mistaken, and I've had quite a morning, so I, I don't have it here, but uh, maybe you can tell I'm in a different place than normal. But I think it was a walk-off or a late win. It was 3-2 to two when they beat Next, the Dodgers in the middle. Innings. It was the 10th inning uh, in, yep. in the middle game of the first series at Petco Park. Then yep. it was four runs in the ninth inning to come back, the only runs they scored in the game, to beat the Dodgers in the final game of the series yep. before this one. So, again, a win's a win. They got those two wins, but – they have not really been in any of these games, except, I guess, the one in the 10th inning. They did have the lead. They lost the lead. They took it back, if my memory serves. But the point is, the Dodgers have, as if the stats you gave don't show it, they have absolutely dominated this team. So, yeah, there was one other game was 3-1. to one. I can't remember the details. It was the first game, I think, in L.A. Um, and um, But, yeah, I mean, the other games, you know, like 6-1, 10-2, 5-1. I mean, they're just all blowouts. And and even if they're not blowouts against the starter, like yesterday, you know, you Darvish, you're not going to – that's pretty good. He pitched six innings against a fantastic lineup that's red hot right now. And, you know, he gave up two runs. I mean, you could say, well, yeah, but one of them – look at the guys who beat him, Cody Bellinger of all people. But that's what the Dodgers do, especially against the Padres. I mean, as, as I – I said last night, I mean, Max Muncy on Saturday and Bellinger last night. I, I'm still shocked that Joey Gallo didn't do something 
uh, in this if series. If you remember the last series, that happened too. It was the bottom of yeah. their lineup last series. Now, the top of their lineup was absolutely incredible. The first oh. uh, the first two games this two weekend. Two games, yeah. So yeah. You, but that kind of goes without saying, right? Mookie Betts, Trey Turner, Freddie Freeman, um, Will Smith. Will Smith, but yeah. The bottom of the lineup, they're the lineup the Padres – think they have like I'm almost embarrassed for the Padres to say that they think they have that lineup but you look at the names in the Padres lineup now and it sounds so much better I uh yesterday uh was uh, taking a between innings you know uh restroom break and Charlie Steiner said you know uh do up for the Padres and I I forget what he said but I do know that it was the three names it was um it was like uh Machado uh Drury Cronenworth and I'm like that's pretty good Right. Yeah. Or yeah. Uh, Soto Machado, uh, you know, uh, Josh Bell. Bell. That's yeah. pretty good. That's better than what it was for a bit where your cleanup hitter was a uh, Jorge Alfaro uh, or Nomar Mazzara for a week. Yeah. Um, so it should be a better lineup. It should be a deeper lineup. And I certainly am not like one of the emails that I'm getting that these guys are now the Angel South. Uh, there was quite a few this morning. Got my first yesterday before the game. And then quite a few this morning that this team is, you know, it was a terrible trade deadline and all that. That's, I, I know, it's been five games. But, wow, well, it's just just bad. Well, it, it just go. you know, it's it, we joke, uh, and, and I, I think I joke about it more than you do, that, Whatever the Padres do, whoever they trade for, you put someone in the San Diego uniform and something happens to them. And for the most part, they get worse. They don't perform like they used to perform. Now, Juan Soto is still getting on base uh, quite a bit. And Josh Bell had a couple hits, you know, here and there. But, you know, neither of those guys, you would say, is sort of dominating at this point. I mean, Soto's been more impressive uh, really walking than anything. And one of his outs the other night was on Saturday night, I remember, was really crushed. But, you know, so Soto is going to be he's he's Soto. He's doing what he's doing. Josh Bell hasn't made much of an impact. Brandon Drury obviously had the grand slam in his first at bat uh, against the Rockies. He should have had another home run the next day. It took a great catch to uh, to rob him of that. But there's just something it's like you put anybody in a Padre uniform and especially against the Dodgers and nothing happens. They, they you know, they just look overmatched and and, you know, the. the Dodgers, I thought, had a pitching advantage in the first game yep. uh, up there because they were pitching Tony Gonsolin, who, if there was a playoff series between these teams, he would be one of the starters. Sean Manaya would not. Saturday, Mike Clevenger, who was really good except for three pitches, but the problem is three pitches was enough. And one of the pitches really wasn't that bad. Will Smith just kind of beat him. Uh, but the two home runs were just horrible, horrible pitches, and I – I really questioned his pitch selection, especially to Muncie. And maybe it's the execution like you wrote about because he had struck out Muncie before. But it just seems like there's more, there's less margin for error when you're throwing a yes. breaking ball as opposed to a fastball. If you if you throw a breaking ball and make a mistake, chances are it's going to end up over the wall. You throw a fastball and make a mistake, it's a little harder for a guy to really do damage with it. And Muncie's a horrible hitter right now, especially against fastballs. And, you know, he I just thought he gave him a, a break there by throwing him a uh, a slider and obviously he didn't want to put it there. But, well, but then on, honest, Sunday, yes. on, on Sunday, you had Tyler Anderson, who would be starting a game, and, and you, Darvish, who would be starting in the playoffs. Andrew, Andrew Heaney on Saturday probably won't be uh, in the playoffs, especially if Walker Bueller's back, and they may even have Dustin May back by 
that point. And they're still going to get Blake Trinan back for their bullpen. So it's not like the Dodgers are doing this at full strength. I mean, they started Joey Gallo in two of the games and, and they still, you know, they still buried the, the Padres. I, I, I guess what I'm getting at is I don't know what the answer is. I don't know that there's, you know, and everybody always wants to look to who's to blame. I don't know who's to blame. I guess it's the players are to blame. They need to play better against the Dodgers. Uh, no. I, what, I'm not sure what else to to say. I mean, you know, it's not like Bob Melvin can go out there and hit for him or Ruben Abla can, you know, go out there and throw the pitch for him. I mean, I guess they just need to perform better or maybe they're just not as good as the Dodgers. Maybe that's the bottom line. Or, and maybe, you know, uh, their starting pitching is going through a little bit of a downtime right now and they face the Dodgers and they got beat. I Look, yeah. I, I'm kind of tired of making what sounds like excuses for them. You know, what the Yankees lost five in a row. The Brewers, you know, seem to have given away the season. Uh, they, Which is a good thing that, for the Padres. There's, yeah. <laughs> Look, we'll talk about that. It's, uh, it's not just, uh, you know, gosh, where will they be in the playoffs? It's will they be in the playoffs. Uh, and I do yeah. think that they will, but uh, it's not as sure. But my, I was just saying that, like, you know, teams go through downtimes. Well, the Padres' downtime, I mean, pick when it started, right? End of May, right. middle of June. I'll, go, I'll say middle of June because they started out really well in June. So, okay, fine. Uh, middle of June, end of June, start of July, middle of July. Pick your starting time. I defy you. Pick your starting time from June 15th on. The Padres do not have a winning record in that in that period. Like, that's how bad it's been. There isn't, you know, it's it's unreal how bad they've been. They they did win um, five in a row. Yep. They did get to five, right? Um, that's I almost – I'm, I'm, I'm going to check myself. This team won five yeah. in a row? Whoa. I know. It's, it's, it's hard sometimes to remember that, and it's hard sometimes to remember they're still 61 and 50. Um you know, going going forward, and there's uh, what does that mean? There's 51 games uh, left in the season. The good the good news for the Padres is out of those 51 games, you know, they get the Nationals seven times, they get the Diamondbacks seven times. There's a couple other bad teams thrown in. The bad thing is they get the Dodgers nine to- nine more times. So they really, I, I think it does make these other games um, against team and the Giants are are part of that as well. Starting tonight at Petco. It's these games become to me a little bit more important because you've got that in you've got to think there's still nine games left against the Dodgers. And you can't count on you like to say, yeah, you can count on the Padres winning three or four. You can't count on the Padres winning any of those games. I mean, it doesn't mean they won't, but you can't sit here and say, Oh yeah, the Padres are gonna win some of those games. The the law of averages tells you, of course they are. But then you watch the games and you think, gosh. I don't know. Maybe maybe they could pull out one or two. It just it sounds crazy to think, but I mean that's that's sort of where they are right now. And I think it's very important they take advantage of the schedule that's coming up here in the next couple of weeks. You know, Giants, Nationals, Marlins, Nationals uh, over the next two weeks. Those are those are all teams that the Padres are better than. I uh, I agree. I I, and you said I it. It's like. I don't think you can count on the Padres for anything at this point. And to me, it's preposterous to think that they wouldn't play better, have better results against the Nationals, the Marlins, and the the Diamondbacks, uh, you know, the teams that they're mostly playing coming up, the Royals. They've got some of the worst teams in the league and and a a good number of games against them. Absolutely. Yeah, the Guardians, they have two with Cleveland. But other than that, 
the the Giants are the next best team I think they play and until they see the Dodgers again, really. Yeah. So it's 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 very the Dodgers are incredible. Like they they really are. And I I feel like maybe we could put them uh we could shelve the topic for a little bit and, and see how the Padres play over the next few weeks. Because yeah. if if what you're going to do right now is compare these two teams, then it's like I'm always looking for that pot of gold or something. Uh, you know, I'm living on a rainbow. But the Braves won 88 games last year and beat the Dodgers in the NLCS. Bob Melvin said it last night. Um, I don't even remember the question that prompted it. I asked it. It wasn't this. It was like Bob Melvin wanted to say it. Um, <laughs> the Dodgers are, are are too far ahead of us. We need to concentrate on playing well going into the postseason. We need to get to the postseason and that, you know, a lot of times teams that have to battle to get in the postseason are in a good position. Okay, wishful thinking also can be true. Um, yeah. So I have a hard time believing. I just do. I have a hard time believing the, the Padres are this bad. I also have a hard time believing them that it's not in their head a little bit and that it won't oh, be the next time they play the, the yeah, Dodgers. No, right? I, so both, both are true. And by the I, way, if I could defend whatever – Manny Machado is Manny Machado. He's Manny bleeping Machado. And <laughs> part of the reason he is, is because he believes that. So anybody who kind of doesn't understand that and doesn't yeah. understand that that's the reason that he's as good as he is and plays as much as he is and plays at the high level he does and at times carries this team for a month, it's because he believes in his head. I wish he'd say it more often. He mm-hmm. believes in his head that he's Manny bleeping Machado. So, And I do think that it will be – probably a lot more fair maybe to judge this team over the next couple of weeks when they, when they are playing teams that they, and if they're not playing any better against these kind of teams, it's one thing to, to not play well against the Dodgers and say, and it's like, okay, well, they, they're up against really good, really good competition. If, if the struggles continue and they can't put together something here, you know, in the next three, three and a half weeks before they see the Dodgers again, um, then I think there's there's you could have some real doubts at that point. I mean, obviously they're going to get Tatis. Well, you would think they're going to get Tatis back at some point during you know fairly soon in the next week, maybe by, by this time next week um, they can get they can get him back. But these other guys and and everybody else on the team, you would expect to see better results uh, the next three days against the Giants, and then you know like we said, seven out of ten after that are against the Nationals. Um, so. I, I just think that there's a, a, a situation there where we can see what they do against a little bit lesser competition. I mean, I hate to use horse racing analogies because most people don't follow it, but you know, it's like if if you're if you're running races against horses like Secretariat all the time, you're going to look worse than if you're running against you know horses that you see in the second race on a Thursday at Del Mar that that aren't as good. You should look better against those horses, and that's where I think the Padres are. Over the next three weeks, they're playing against they're playing against horses that aren't necessarily you know stakes quality uh, like the Dodgers are. That, I think that's an excellent point, and you you uh, you're measured against who you're playing th- that day. Now, one last thing on the Dodgers, and Bob Melvin kept saying it. Um, 
And unfortunately, you know, I mean, the players have to say what they're saying and believe what they believe. And, you know, look, some of them are basically acknowledging that the Dodgers are a little bit in their head by saying we need to stop thinking about the Dodgers so much. Uh, that's <laughs> another way to say it. But one thing that Bob Melvin said uh, a couple times is that the Dodgers are really good, but we have the kind of team now that should play better against them. That is yeah. absolutely true. Yes. <laughs> okay. Th th this is not to excuse, oh, hey, the Dodgers are good. Let's not. No, no. It's, it's that they should be better than this. But right now, they're not. Right now, they need to figure out how to have more innings like they had that one that you referred to where they scored the three runs on Saturday night, where, yes, they got some help on a play. But then Jake Cronenworth, who has somewhat acknowledged um, that, you know, he's been pressing a little bit, like a lot of guys in this lineup. He's got, uh, at, that, at that time, it was Drew, uh, I think it was Will coming up behind him, or maybe it was Drury and then Will, or maybe that night he was behind, uh, or yeah. he was in front of Drury or whatever. But um, he said, all I, I knew that all I needed to do was to get that ball to the right side and bring in a run. I could, yep. I could let, I could pass the torch. That's not what he said, but that's what he meant, you know? Yeah. And boom, then Will Myers got a single. That's what they should be able to do now. In addition to maybe hitting the occasional home run, uh, th th that's what they should be able to do now. That's what we should see over the next several days. Yeah, I mean, they, you know, they faced good pitching over the weekend, but they didn't see Julio Arias uh, over the weekend, and they didn't see Kershaw over the weekend, and they certainly didn't see guys like if you're going to get to the playoffs, and and I, I'm not sure who they're going to end up, you know, facing, but they didn't see Max Scherzer and Jacob Degrom and those type of of pitchers either. So they're, they're you're right. I mean that. That you can't say that, yeah, it's, they should beat the Dodgers, but they certainly have the team. And this is, they made all these deals uh, so that they could be competitive with the Dodgers. And right now, head to head, they're not competitive with the Dodgers. Now, the, the good thing for them is they don't play the Dodgers for another three and a half weeks. So that's a lot of games between now and then against teams that are nowhere near as good as the Dodgers for them to show that they are what they what they think they are and what they say they are and what most of us think they are. So, you know, it's sort of like, all right, let's, let's see what happens now, you know, over these next three and a half weeks until, until they go back to LA. Yeah. And then you get, a, you get a lot of days off in September and um, you play the Dodgers nine times in like whatever yeah. it is, 22 games or something. So we can, we have a lot of yeah. time so to they, worry about so that. So they better build up, they better build up some wins. Uh, now, one thing right that now. we do need to address here is the starting rotation. When you've got you, Darvish, and Blake Snell as your best pitchers over the, the last uh, few weeks, and that's not how you want to be. Now, there's never been, I shouldn't say never, I've no, I that's certainly not, never I covered, uh, a yeah. rotation that goes through a season with just guys going uh, – uh, you know, six and seven innings, every single guy in the rotation for a long time. But Sean Mania is, is worrisome. And look, he said it the other night. I'm going to write about it tonight, probably uh, maybe for tomorrow's newsletter, because he starts. No, I'll write about it the next day because he starts the finale. Uh, right. He'd rather he'd rather maybe have some more middling uh, type of starts rather than the kind, you know, all these six and seven innings where he gives up two runs or one run and then three innings where he gives up six. There is not another pitcher in the major leagues with as many quality starts as Shamanaya, 14. Okay, there's like 16 pitchers that have done that. So there's not another starting pitcher that has had as many good outings as him who has also had the number of 
bad outings. And when I say bad, fewer than five innings, four or more runs. He's had five of those. None of right. those other pitchers have had more than two. And only one of them has had more than one. It is terrible. It is it is, and it's more frequent recently too. It's kind of like every other one or one out of three. And that's a problem. Okay, fine. All right, then Shamanaya won't be on the playoff rotation. Maybe won't be on the playoff roster. Okay, so well then Mike Clevenger, who is pitching well, gets blown up. Uh-oh, Joe Musgrove. He gets blown yeah. up a few times. He's got like a seven plus ERA over his last five starts. I think that, you know, definitely something to watch. How well, I one of the things that comes to mind is it how much of this can be attributed to um switching off the and losing a day of some of these these guys are losing a day of rest now and they can easily say, hey, that's not because you know what they're gonna say, it's not a big deal. But I just wonder if that has anything uh to do with it and that you know these guys were stronger when and pitching some most of them were pitching better uh when they had the extra days rest although it doesn't I, snell certainly seems to have pitched uh to have pitched better and and i don't think it's bad if blake snell's your second best pitcher as long as it's the blake snell that you know that we're seeing that every lately. time is going to be but that guy it, right. it's going to be exactly so if it's not that i don't know what it is i mean the one thing is they basically are starting the same rotation pretty much all year that these guys are around. I mean, obviously Gore Gore made a lot of starts and Martinez made some, but they are they're pretty set with this rotation here. And there's not a lot of options outside of of these guys. I mean, the you know, I think you addressed it today in the newsletter about Nick Martinez is probably not an option to come back and start um, you know, later in the year. But I, I don't know I, I don't think there's anything else behind them. Uh, I mean, Reese Kinnear come, you know, comes up with, to pitch those doubleheader games. I don't think he's he's an answer. Reese Kinnear shouldn't be better than these five guys that they have right now. So oh they, goodness. like we talked about, I mean, these guys have to be better. Um, you know, Darvish continues to be pretty good. Uh, you know, time in and time in and, and out, and and Snell the same way. Um, Musgrove is a to me is a big concern because he has not pitched well for like, about a month now. I think he's had one good start out of his last five or six and without having the, it in front of me. And, you you know, you talked about Manaya and, and Clevenger always looks like he's on the edge of having a really good start. And he kind of did the other night and he, you know, he, he was rattled a little bit early, but he, he pitched really well there for a few innings. And then, you know, the one inning happens where, you know, he gives up the home run and all of a sudden there goes, you know, there goes the game. So they have got to be better. And, and, you know, look at Luis Garcia. I mean, they, they Melvin goes to him in the seventh inning yesterday. I could see what he was thinking. It's two to nothing. I'm not going to screw around. I'm going to my best guy here in the seventh. And if I have to, I'm going to go to Josh Hader in the eighth and I'm, or maybe Garcia goes two innings and I'm going to keep this thing as close as I can. And I'm going to hope that we can get Craig Kimball to blow up again. And instead it's Garcia who, you know, blows up and gives up two runs at, at like sort of just the wrong time, which pretty much, you know, that was the game right there. Yeah, that was Garcia. That was classic Garcia because I was like, man, who'd he strike out the first guy? It was like really good pitch. And oh, like, tremendous pitch. Yeah. Garcia. Wow. This is, yeah, this is, he's on a roll. Bomb. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> Cody Pellinger, man. He'd like to play the Padres all the time. Uh, I know. I know. I, I look Musgrove, um, so, and I talked to him yesterday, and I half expected him to acknowledge that it had worn him down. He didn't. Zero excuses. It's been a long month for Joe Musgrove. Okay, 
He, this yep. is why he said he didn't want the whole thing to drag out. The whole all-star game deal, contract, uh, press conference, the whole deal. Like, I think it's a little, I'm not saying you are, I'm saying a little early to pull the panic, but it, but as a part of the concern, Joe Musgrove is a part of the concern because yes. of what has been happening lately. Um, they are, you know, the, as far as the shorter rest, they are figuring out what to do. You know, you've got your regular middle of the season aches and pains and, and stuff like that. And then you've got, it's only been a couple times. Joe's only done it once. Sean Manaya maybe three times, but they had the all-star break in there. Obviously it hasn't affected Darvish. Clevenger's done it a couple times. So it doesn't explain the whole thing back to July 10th. This going on four days rest now, but they, they are trying to figure out how to make those adjustments. Uh, maybe it's a little bit less rest. Uh, Joe was talking about uh, not throwing a bullpen between uh, this start, uh, last start and this start, right. um, it, you know, just uh, and he playing get- catch and working on some stuff. You, you got to try to figure out how to adjust as your season schedule has been adjusted. Also, remember that this was 15 games in 14 days. They start to get some more off days coming up. Well, I was going to. I was just about to say he does get an extra day before he, he starts tomorrow. Blake Snell is tonight. Musgrove tomorrow. Manai on Wednesday. Those guys will get an extra day before their next start because of the off day on uh, Thursday. So that means that Darvish and Clevenger will also have an extra. Everybody will get an extra day uh, at this point before uh, before they pitch against either Washington or Miami on the uh, on the next road trip. So we'll see if that has has any difference. And now, then I, I think they all have to make one more turn then on on four days rest and then they get some days off. There's that weird series with Cleveland yeah. that has days off on either side of it. There's a day off between San Francisco and L.A. There will be some more days off, you know, coming up. So we'll see. I, I don't think it's any it's time to panic over this rotation, but I, I do think that there are a couple of guys to be concerned about. Um, you know, the bullpen, I am I'm, I'm it's sort of tiring to think about who's coming back and when they're coming back until they actually get back. Um and Tatis, you know, sort of the the as we talked about all along, the biggest acquisition of them all. Um you know, has played in what just two games so far in uh, in San Antonio. It sounds like they're committed to giving him pretty much the whole week uh, down there. I guess some of it will depend on how it's going. I I think that so far he's had a couple of walks, a couple of strikeouts, uh, nothing terribly eventful uh, so far. So he, he definitely needs to be in a little more of a groove before they can get him back. Although you could also argue that playing against the Nationals is like playing in AAA anyway. So maybe they decide that Friday. He could uh, he could be ready to come back and yeah that was a cheap shot but uh, you know, man they're bad they deserve they deserve it they just got I mean the Phillies just scored I think like twenty two or twenty three runs off on the over the in the two games over the weekend so so that's, a couple more again, than the Dodgers scored yeah just a couple just a couple no uh, they only did it in two games though the Dodgers oh beat three. Yeah. Okay. Hey, uh, so what we got tonight is uh, Alex Wood and Blake Snell. Tomorrow, Alex Cobb and Joe Musgrove. And then yeah. Jacob Junis and Sean Manaya. I'm sorry. I have a busy weekend. I did not keep up on the Giants. Uh, I do think that they're not playing maybe as poorly as they were because they got swept by, <laughs> just like the Padres, they got swept in four games by the Dodgers before this weekend. Uh, yeah. 
They now have a losing record, something like five games under. They are not one of the seven teams that appears to be in playoff contention, uh, though they didn't, you know, throw in the white towel by or the white flag by, uh, you know, surrendering at the at the trade uh, players at the trade deadline. But they do not seem to be, you know, what we thought they were earlier in the season. And they yeah, get to miss their they they get to miss Webb. The Padres do, and they miss Rodon too, and they miss Rodon. Um, so that's a, a break uh, as well. The Giants are fifty-three and fifty-five. Um, oh, it's two games under right oh, now. Okay. They've won that goal. They won. They were four under, and they won their last two uh, okay. over the over the weekend. They are uh, five and five in their last ten. So I mean, they're not. The Giants are not. Not the Giants. Believe me, are not saying they're at the level of the Nationals, uh, you know, by any means, or even the level of the of the Marlins. Uh, they still have a positive run differential. For the season, it's only 10 runs below where the Padres are, actually, for uh, the season. So it's not like the, the Padres can just show up and, hey, we, we're going to sweep the Giants. But, uh, again, this is just the start of a of a stretch where they're playing teams that all have losing records, um, with the exception of, of those two games against, uh, against Cleveland in a couple weeks. But the next two weeks are nothing but teams with losing records. Jay, before we go, what is your thought? One and a half game up on the Brewers. Is it even in the realm of possibility that the Padres don't make the playoffs? Yeah, I mean, anything's possible, but it's, uh, I would say, I think I read somewhere over the weekend, there's still somewhere like 85 to 90%, you know, calculations to make the playoffs. I'm I'm still going to be shocked if they don't. The Brewers uh, seem to be, you know, seem to be sliding right now. you know, and they probably weren't too enthused when they gave up Josh. The players weren't too enthused when they gave up Josh Hader. So we'll we'll see. Uh, but yeah, I mean, one of those teams isn't going to make the playoffs. And right now, the Cardinals and the Phillies are certainly playing better than the Padres are. Uh, I'm with but- you, Jay, because the 30 minute tone has passed. I'm with you, but I'll say this: if they don't, there are fewer answers as to why than last year. Like there's. Yes. You, you're not jettisoning the manager. You're not saying they don't have enough good players. Like, right. the, I I can't even think about them not making the playoffs because they're, I don't know what to, to do in October. Like, except well, you like, can't th- relegate them. Well, because you couldn't think about what, what to say about why they missed the playoffs other than their players underachieved to a massive extent and, I'll, but, I'll, and that's what i'll write and i'll come up with something you, and i'll figure yeah. it out but like at this point i'm thinking how could it even be possible uh, but here we are with they haven't turned it around and they're only a game and a half up on the team that is on the outside looking in so that's right. where we're at thank you everybody talk to you friday